Cash me outside. My expertise is complaining. That was a pretty badass little droid. Guess what? I can rock that pasty, goofy Irishman look all day long. I don't like the thought of other people's mouths having touched it. You would probably die on top of you. Welcome. We're back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am the host of the show. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining us here for episode 158 of the show. If you didn't get a chance, last week we had a special guest, Greg Jones from the Unfiltered Gentleman Podcast. He is a beer aficionado. We talked a little beer, a little sports, had a little fun with him. If you haven't checked it out, go back and check out episode 157 on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks. Uh, joining us now, as always, our very own Ed Daily. Ed, how are you? Uh, I'm doing well. I, I enjoyed talking to Greg. I got to say, there was a there was a moment when you were you guys were getting pretty heavy on the beer, getting too into talk. It. That well, I mean that's mm-hmm. fine. I just I I started to fade from what anything I could contribute. I was like, I'm not sure about these bitterness units and stuff. Like I, that, IBUs. Yeah, I'm I'm out of that. Yes. Like I I just enjoy beer and some of them I don't. But you know, it's one of the nerdier. It's one of the low key nerdier subjects that there is. Like if people that are really into, and I'm only I'm very like cursorily. I'm on the periphery of the beer world. I mean, everybody's got shit they're into that seems really weird to people who aren't into it. Yeah, yeah. It's just weird because I thought I was into beer, and then I was like, "What? We're we're talking numbers." Beer is nerdy, and my problem is, like a lot of things, I don't remember the beers I've tried. So I'll be like at the store, I'll be like, "Ooh, do I want to try this? Have I had it before? Did I like it?" And that was one thing that I meant to ask him: Does he use an app? Like, how does he know, or does he just mentally cattle? catalog all these beers he likes because a lot of times i'll go buy something and maybe when we have him on again i'll make a note to ask him this uh i'll go buy something and i'll get it home and i'll be like this sucks this beer's terrible and then i go wait i've bought this before and i hated it last time (laughs) and i like i don't know how people you know if they do that in their head or what there probably is an app but i don't you know that's like you and your weather app i don't i don't want to have anything real nerdy (laughs) you and your traffic app that's right (laughs) ways.com um what's yeah oh i was gonna say so yeah yesterday i took uh michelle was uh, out of town i took the Mm. boys to just uh, this like in town pancake place that's really if you want to get the world's shittiest omelet i just ask me and i'll I'll let you know where to get but anyway so i'm there and it's like it's for my kids to get pancakes at this place because they're just all amped for crummy you know i could make better at home pancakes but anyway There's a there's a toddler with with parents at the table next to us, and the kid's getting a little restless. Lippy. I mean, it's just you you see how it goes. You've been through it yourself, right? And so you you bring some things. So what do you think the mom brings for this little boy? That's you know I don't know year and a half, two years. Um, like a lighter fluid and a Zippo. <laughs> it 
it probably is worse than that. She gives yeah. the kid a goddamn harmonica. Oh, shut up. Shut up. I was like, shut what? Up. What? Like, <laughs> I've brought, like, action figures or whatever. Like, you know, Lego, something. But, yeah. like, a harmonica. He, like, like, the fuck? And... <laughs> There was obviously there was no tune. It was just like just yeah, was he gonna start to play the blues right there? Yeah. Like what's what's going on? Was he John yeah. Popper all of a sudden? <laughs> My mom gave me a harmonica. <laughs> yeah. It was just it was just noise and like they weren't just paying the bill. Like yeah, we were there for a while. We overlapped them with like you know, there was probably twenty five minutes of harmonica. The whole point of giving, bringing shit for your kids to do is to shut them the fuck Keep up. Keep quiet. No, <laughs> no, no. She wanted, louder. she wanted to harmonize his, uh, his, his screaming. I don't know what was going on. I was like, harmonica, this is, this is, this can't be happening. That is, that is shocking. And that, though, that person is a monster. That's of a family of monsters and they're raising a monster. <laughs> do you think that kid has any chance of not being a monster? No chance whatsoever. One, he's a shitty kid and he's got shitty parents. B, he's already playing the harmonica, one of the most annoying instruments. Right. All right. Tell John Popper to get the fuck out of here. We don't. We don't need this. Calm the fuck down. Um, I've I've been really fucking pissed off at February Ed. What's what's this, this twenty eight day bullshit? Like what? Who came up with this that we need one month that's two to three days shorter than the rest of the fucking months? It's very confusing. It's, you know, I I pay my bills towards the end of the month. I do, you know, sort of catch up on everything that happens at the end of the month. And you think, oh, there's like four days left in this month. No, there isn't. There's one day left in this month. What the <laughs> fuck is, is what's it up is with February? I'm it's sure bullshit. there's some bullshit reason that like, oh, it made perfect sense. But like, why? I get it that like not every... Not every, I mean, the the calendar has to be divisible by 12. Yes. Otherwise, some months might have 31 versus right. 30. Like, you can see yeah. that, but yeah, you're right. Like, why Why the big outlier? Yeah, let's knock a couple of those 31s down to 30s, and then we don't have to deal with this 28. We bump that one up to 30. I don't know. There's a way. Somebody can figure out the math. That's not my expertise. My there's got to be a complaint. reason for that. Like, there's, there, you know, this this old guy named Februarius or something. Yeah, it was real, the, real fuckface. It's probably the, some of that bullshit, the moon cycle or something. Or the, I'm not buying some, it. Hey, you know, I, I listened to a great podcast. I was, I was, you know, I was away for Ski Week last oh, week. We talked right. about, we that's talked right. about this last week. I even named the podcast last week's podcast episode 157 ski week. I was away skiing with my children. So I didn't catch up on my daily podcast, but I was able to catch up today. The great Neil deGrasse Tyson was on the, on the uh, Joe Rogan experience. How and was that? So many, so many fascinating tidbits to come away with. One of them, I didn't realize he was part of the team that declassified Pluto as a planet. And did you know... One more reason to hate that guy. Pluto is only one-fifth the size of our moon. What? Our moon is five times as big as shitty little Pluto. That's a bullshit. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Um, so you should... Ed, being a huge Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> fan, I know you probably already listen to Star Talk every week or however often he does it, but if you haven't checked it out, definitely go listen to that interview because it's it gives you he he tells you a lot about I guess people like Ed Daly. He's had to stop. What what would happen is he would go see a movie. He mentioned Arrival. Um, 
Um, what's the one? Star with Trek. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Just one of the just greatest asses in the history of asses. And if that's not if she's in a spacesuit the whole time, and it's the, it's not featuring that that onion round little apple keister of hers, it's, I'm not really checking out the movie. I don't know. That's that a good movie. Me. The one yeah. where she's she, Gravity is that? Yeah, I started watch. I just couldn't get through it. But he had a whole bunch of issues with because they just got the science wrong in Gravity, which is I know what you love. Also, he was he was he said he had to Christ. stop he had to stop tweeting about movies because when the the last Star Wars came out, you know how that like the R two D two was like a volleyball and then just like rolled around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, it would be impossible for that thing to roll over sand. It's just a ball. It would just roll in place. There's no, there's, it's, imp- it's it could not go around places over sand. And Star Wars nerds, who are worse than beer nerds, got became enraged. And you know so, what? That yeah. would piss me off too. Like, yeah. why, why spoil? Like, we were talking about a universe a with Wookies, yeah. Wookies. Like, what? Uh, yeah, in in their universe, the sand. Is okay with balls rolling on it, like what? Like he, that's that's the annoying thing when he's talking about oh the Star Trek uh, what is it the Enterprise versus the Millennium Falcon? Like these don't exist. There's no facts here. This is this is science fiction. Um, hey, I'm just I'm just telling you. Unfortunately, people like you have made it impossible for him to uh, to compare science with the with the fantasy world as he is want to do and so now he doesn't do that anymore that's one of the things you hated oh, i think he done. did I th- good but mm-hmm. i think he discredits himself if he just focused on on we're talking about facts versus real things yes. Yes. in this universe where facts aren't aren't being respected enough but that's instead right. he's trying to bring the facts of bb8 in the star wars BB-8, movie that's right that was a pretty badass little droid. Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. But like, yes. But like, why wouldn't you? Why? Why would you focus on something that's not real in the first place? Um, yes. Yeah. Well, you had to take that up with him. Um, what I was going to say is, did you see the most recent Star Wars? I did. That one's pretty good, right? It's good. It's the best one in a while. But I do. I overall, like, yeah, I liked it. It was. It was yeah. pretty. Pretty well done. But because it was supposed to take place before the first. I mean, the timeline's all fucked up. The before the nineteen seventy seven one, yeah, and the technology's too good. Don't be, don't go Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, no, I'm not. I'm gonna not not gonna do that. It's just you knew how a lot of these characters were gonna end because yeah. mm, those characters didn't exist in the movie that took place like well, a year yeah, later. Yeah, and so I, like, yeah. just like the beginning of Carlito's Way when. <laughs> you see the beginning. Such an it's an unmemorable movie. Yeah, but go on. He's, he's being carried out on a stretcher, yeah. like he's just been shot. And then it's yeah. like, but let's go back and see this adventure. It's like, but I know he's, he's right. going to get shot at the end. Like, yes. yeah, foreshadowing, flashback. I understand. Uh, okay, let's. You want to do some emails? This is this one. Sure. This one. This one is somebody's really hitting home with you because this is about counties. Counties versus towns. We're out of this, like with with whoever was talking about your neighborhood. Now we're just we're just moving. We're, we're a regional show now. Yes, totally. Yeah. Uh, okay. Why Marylanders are so obsessed with counties? This is a response to Ed episode one fifty six, wondering why counties in the state of Maryland are such a big deal. And I hope I can clear some things up about this. 
With a few exceptions, including your old stomping grounds and College Park, a lot of them cities slash towns, particularly around the D.C. area within each county, aren't particularly distinct from each other. So the individual counties tend to be more distinct identifiers than the cities. Yeah, this is what we've said. You, you from Howard County, you're probably rich. Montgomery County, again, rich. Only with more Hispanics, immigrants, and left-wing political activism. Prince George's County, mainly the home of the black middle class, though you're closer, the closer you get to the D.C. border, the more it starts to look like the hood. Charles County, mainly a semi-rural place for those who commute into D.C., but don't want to pay out the ass to live anywhere closer. Baltimore County, we, we get it. It's a lot of counties. Yeah, a lot. Uh, that's, see that's, how, see that's, how into it he was? Yeah, that's, that's from Kevin near D.C., who's a Prince George County native, now, by the way. Now, now I, I will say... Kevin proved this point when he's describing his own county. He said PG County, which is the middle class black. Yes. And th- this is my whole point. I University of Maryland was in PG County and it was close to DC. Yeah. And so every town right outside of, of, uh, of college park, Maryland, as you got to DC, it was like, like these shitty te- strip malls in Beltsville, Maryland. And it was like, Really, nobody there would be. So considered. you didn't want to say you're from P, uh, Prince George. I, no, I mean, there are, but that's the thing. The county has some nice areas. Yeah, you go in the other direction, and yeah. it's perfectly nice. But no, there are some really shitty parts. So PG County is a diverse county. Whether you know, like there's there's middle class, there's lower class, but like that's why I say stick to the town because the county is involves good and bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Um, I mean, not really. Uh, okay. Here's another one. Greetings snowflakes. Yeah. Never let it be said that this show would not give equal opportunities to all genders in honor of recent news regarding bathroom use. I don't know. I lost my place. It's time Ed was challenged with situations where he went into a modern bathroom and encountered the fairer sex at the stall, wondering if they have just been packing heat all along. And you just gotta know. All right. (laughs) So this is Ed. This is a little. This is a little twist because this is an all females' daily choice. So you. you but we're venturing, hang on, we're just venturing into Porky's territory of just spying on women. No. Like, no, yeah, you're, like, you're, you're at the urinal. This is we don't have to we don't have to breach. So the this game. person this person is just showing up at the urinal. Like yes. so, a woman is showing up at the that's urinal. Right. Or, that's exactly or what's happened this. here. You for those that aren't in the know, this and game. Hang on. And yes. I do, and this is a genuine question. Okay, I think it's pretty clear where I stand on on on. All the all these political issues, but I am curious because I know we've got some angry angry right wingers out yeah. there. Uh, what like what is? Are you really afraid of being attacked? Like yeah, what? They are. I'm, I'm very confused by it. Like, I mean, I yeah, I do some double takes when I see you know what what seems like you know transgender or person in drag type thing. Like, I'll do a double take just because it's you know I I can't help myself on some level. Well, but you- I'll t- Ultimately, you, I'm creeped out by everyone in the men's room. This game yeah. came out of the th- fact that like somebody didn't look at a celebrity's dick, and I was like, "Oh, well, yeah, of course you." But I don't like to talk or make eye contact in a men's room. Like, 
even when I'm at a stadium and I'm going with a buddy where we're both heading to the men's room, we'll be mid conversation. Then it's just shut down. Like I, we'll talk when we're out of there. Like, like I, don't, I don't keep the conversation going. Like, I don't get it. Well, who's so fucking scared? It's, What's going to happen? It's fucking so stupid because it's just a made up thing that no sexual predator is waiting. They're like, Oh my God, the <laughs> laws are going to change soon. And when the laws change, finally, I'm going to be able to dress up like a woman and go in the ladies' room and prey upon ladies. <laughs> like, I've been waiting so long. I've had this predilection. I've wanted to do this for so long, but I can't go in, I can't go in the ladies' room and play, prey on helpless, defenseless women because it's illegal. Yeah, like, once they once they make it legal, then I'm gonna do it. Then I'm gonna go do my rape. Green light, my dick yes. is coming out. I'm I'm willing to do rapes, which are very illegal, but I gotta wait till it's actually legal to go in the bathroom to do the rapes. Yeah, it's shut the fuck up it's, with that. It's fuck you. you. If you if you if that is a if that is a a serious issue to you, go fuck yourself. Stop listening to my stay show. Indoors. You are a fucking asshole, and you're an idiot. Okay, stay indoors. Don't go to public restrooms. It's, it's so fucking stupid. Uh, here's, here's what happens. But, but I will say my preference, just to be clear, my preference is for no one. It's always a relief when no one's in the men's room when you go in. Like oh, just great. no one. Yeah. Well, here's, here's what I do occasionally. And you fucking come get me and arrest me. I'll show up and there'll be a line at the men's room, like at a bar or something. One of those. Like a, it's like a one stall situation, you know, like a one room. And I'll notice that there's nobody in the ladies. And I'll very very obviously walk over to the ladies, try the door, see that it's open and go in there, close the door behind me and lock it. And I will ha- relieve myself in the ladies. I do it very often. and <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Very often. It would be a stretch for me, but I've, I've done it. Yeah, of I course mean, you've done it. Whatever, of course, of course you've done it. And it, and it goes the other way. I've been drunk at bars and had women come over to the men's room and go, hey, sorry, the line's too long. We're going in here. And nobody gives a shit. It's such a non-issue. Go fuck yourself if you think it is. Uh, okay. That's I do pretty- get pissed when the, yeah. the boyfriend is looking out for the girlfriend in the men's room and they're, you know, they could, just so they don't have to wait. And it's like, well, I'm not fucking her. So, like, I, I'm not getting a benefit from her, like, cutting no. me in line. Like, no, no. I don't. Yeah. I don't want that. That, get, no. that annoys me. Yeah. Well, any, yeah. You don't want to you know, see a man emasculated. Like, let her <laughs> let her do her own thing. It's no big deal. Right. Uh, okay. Are you ready? You still you still got to play this game. Okay. For, yeah, for, yeah. for those of you that aren't in the know, this is a game where Ed Daly is enters a restroom. He only has a brief second. There's three urinals at either side of at either end of the urinals is a celebrity using both. And he steps up to the middle urinal. He only has a split second to observe the genitalia of his, of his neighboring urinal user. Which one does he choose? Round one, Ed. Okay. Tilda Swinton versus Mila Jovovich. What is, what is it that... Gotta is, see, oh, isn't jo- Jovovich is attractive? Yeah, she's hot. I think she's pretty attractive. I think she's, I think she's very hot. Like, think, are we yes. supposed to assume she's secretly a man? I don't like, know. I was, I'm not getting I, that. I mean, she's in, she's in like, I, I can't remember a movie I've seen her in since Days and Confused, but yeah. like, um, she she's was in, in that like one vampire movie or zombie movie. Yeah, she just does it. She does a whole series of them. They're like video game movies. It's kind of like that Kate Beckinsale. She does the same right. thing. Resident same Evil, thing. she does. Another she, attractive chick that, like, I, I couldn't care less about those movies. But anyway. Kate Beckinsale's so hot. Yeah, but, like, uh, 
I mean, one of them I find attractive, and one of them I I, I do not find attractive. So I don't. I'm, I'm this this might be just too much of a stretch. This game because what am I looking at a woman using? It is kind of weird. I have to agree. This is pretty weird. If you're asking who I find more attractive, it's going to be the one that's like hot. I'm, I'm yeah. going for Mila Jovovich. Yes, yes. The the joke being here that all these chicks have dongs, but I don't think any of them do. No. So. Well, one one of them did. Yeah. Wait, no, she didn't. No. Cast Caster Semenya. No, no, no. She didn't. She didn't. She just has. She just. So the next round is Serena Williams versus Caster Semenya. Caster Semenya is. Oh wait, Ca- Caster Semenya is just that the, the uh, testosterone has, levels were high. I, it wasn't produces testosterone. It's, not a, yeah. it's it's not a transgender. It was no. it was just yeah. I mean, look, she's a woman. She's a woman. Okay, but yes. I mean, I want I want her to find all the happiness in the world, but she's not doing it for me. I. I don't. I, I find Serena's muscle upon muscle to be intimidating, but I don't find her unattractive. It's just not my. It's not my cup of tea. But I like, yes, I don't find her unattractive. No. I don't think she's an ugly. Like, I think she's probably got a nice enough face. It's just she, I'm not a big like muscle guy. Like, I'm not into that. Some guys are into that. Some yeah, guys, some guys are into that. And that's some that's guys like fun. to be like to like wrestle. They like. Yeah, they, to, like, they like a good tussle. They like to give a, a woman a shot at the title, and to see if they can actually win. And this—that's Serena Williams. I mean, she's bigger than me. She outweighs me for sure. Like I don't—I think she could take the title easily. She's very strong. Uh, okay, thanks for that. That's a, that's a course from Rights of Bill. Uh, okay, next one, guys and gal. Gal's not here yet, but I think she, she's in the house. She will be here later. I think my marriage has hit a huge snag. I'm not sure how to push forward after my wife purchased unsalted pistachios. Oh. Also, (laughs) R.I.P. Morgan Earp. That is from Dave in San Clemente. Yeah. You know, I eat eat my fair share of nuts. That's part of my diet. And I do mostly do the raw nuts. I do the raw almonds. Yeah, raw almonds, raw walnuts. But certain ones... Yeah. Certain walnuts and almonds, they kind of just taste like what deal. they taste like. Yes. But but yeah, pistachio, I think what, cashews. One of them is like also horrendous without salt, like heavy amounts of salt on it. Yeah. And it's it's those are it's kind of like uh, I was thinking about this. This is like Michelob Ultra. Like if you want a certain, like if you want a beer, yes, just go for it. Just go for it. Like yeah. pistachio. If you're in a mood for pistachio. Don't go with the unsalted. That's just not working. Just don't, and especially a pistachio, you have to shell a pistachio. Like you, you gotta work. At it's it. work. And pistachio, it's a it's a top three nut in my opinion. It's um, good, but, but it's got it's got to be you know properly. It's got to be roasted at, at Costco. I don't know if they have them anymore. I haven't bought them in a while. They have these salt and pepper pistachios. They're delicious. They're like crack. You can't stop. And the bag, of course, the bag is like eight pounds. So you have you can only you have to like hide the bag in a safe and just take some out or else you'll you'll eat eight pounds of and pistachios. and it hurts it your fingers will ache after a while right like because yeah. because they're, they're just they're really hard and, shells and once in a while this one won't open you know it's just what it's just got that like little oh yeah it's like it. sealed it's yeah. like almost sealed and you're and you're like trying to get your thumbnails in there and you're like no I'm not because because what what's happening there is big nut is getting over on you. Like there's, they've sold you eight pounds of pistachios, but maybe four percent of that eight pounds, you're not getting that unless you got a hammer on hand, so a ball peen. Uh, yeah, just have a talk with the wife about that, Dave, or just tell her I'm not eating these. 
He's yeah. like, I'm not eating these. I can't even believe that they sell such an item. Okay, here's another one. As far as the RIP, I assume that'll be covered later. I, I don't know, but it, we'll, we, we'll make sure it is because it's, yeah. a, it's a huge one. It's, it's a big one. awful. Uh, hey, I know the Baller Lifestyle podcast isn't political. Uh-oh. There's uh, no. Uh-oh. But as if we needed more reasons to despise Donald Trump, I offer you this. He eats steak with ketchup. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> and as if that weren't inexcusable enough, he orders his steaks well done. Oh, well no. fucking what? done. Like my fucking grandma. According to a waiter who served Trump a few days ago, quote, the president ordered a well done steak, an aged New York strip. He ate it with ketchup, as he always does. I really didn't think my opinion of Donald Trump could possibly get any lower, but then I found out that he eats well-done steaks with ketchup. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. That's from Ish. Yeah, there's, there's just no excuse for that, is there? That's, this could possibly be the worst thing we found out about this guy. He's, he's terrible. I remember, I, don't, I can't remember, he was like welcoming someone to New York City, and he took him to a pizza place, and he took him to like Sparro. Like he took oh him to like a God. fucking airport pizza type yes. place. And then he ate the pizza with a knife and fork. Oh. Like, like a fucking animal. Like, again, the, like I said at the show after the election, I get it. The, the people who have a walking hard on for the GOP, that's different. This guy, yeah. this guy is the worst. Yeah. He's just, there's no excuse for anything he says or does. Like, for decades, decades he's been a guy who puts ketchup on a steak and he, like, he tries to carry himself like people are like, oh, well, he's big time. You know, he's the epitome of class. Like, the West, the Oval Office looks like the the Wizard of Oz uh, wing of the MGM Grand now. Like, it's... We need more gold in here, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just, it's really, there's... There's nothing cool about this guy in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. He's oh. a, he's, he's a real piece of shit, and uh, and the the ketchup on the steak is the icing on the cake, as far as I'm concerned. Like, but I didn't need to again, be again. Why that. wouldn't you just have a fucking burger? Like, what? Yeah, that's yeah, not just a ruining steak a piece of meat. That, yeah, <laughs> what, is, what? Well done. Yeah. I never understood the well done thing. No. Like it's like somebody fucked up, and they're like, "Yeah, I just want somebody to fuck up on my steak for the rest of my life." Yes, medium rare. Medium rare is how you want your steak, and it's medium rare. Yeah, ketchup, like ketchup, something for children or French fries. Okay, you want to put some ketchup on your French fries? Gotcha. Cool. Go for it. Steak? What the fuck is wrong with you? What's that's that's an impeachable offense, as far as I'm concerned. You, I don't. You think, I, I think George I Washington put fucking ketchup on his steak, and the guy, you know, the guy had wooden steak, teeth. Yeah. Blood from the animal he that's killed. Right. That's right. And, <laughs> and you think you think he cooked it well done? He'd never been able to chew that old shoe up. George Washington steak. Half hour with a good vet, and that thing's back on its feet. Exactly he likes right. he likes it real raw, but yeah. but uh, it's just I don't know. You're you're right. This is just hearing about ketchup on a steak. I don't like steak sauce on a steak. Like no. I just like steak. Yeah, steak. I feel like anything else. Salt and pepper. Like I go. like the the Peter Luger's steak sauce. I like putting it on the uh, tomato and onion wedges. Oh, like that's that that's what good. I. That's what I use it for. I like that. You know, I'll do that because sometimes I'll get steak and eggs and I'll get them to bring o- – and I'll get tomato slices with my steak and eggs and I'll, I'll get them to bring over the steak sauce and I'll put a little on my eggs and um, on my p- tomato slices. I like that. Yeah. I do yeah, like the good. flavor of steak sauce, but I like no, the flavor of steak exactly. better. The steak sauce is good, but yeah. like use it on the tomato and onion. Leave yeah. the steak alone. That's a steak, good steak is a good steak. Absolutely. 
Okay, Ed, let's talk some sports. I, I believe you have a story about a personal hero of mine. Yeah, the New York Times recently did a feature on a famous Met Hall of Famer, Mike Piazza, after he purchased Reggiana, a third-tier soccer club in Italy. When asked why he'd rather run a third-tier team in Italy than an expansion uh, Major League Soccer team in St. Louis, he replied, I'd rather be poor in Italy than based in St. Louis. You can't get a good meal there. Brian, two questions. One, what would be your least favorite city to live and operate a team in North America? And two, do you think over in Italy, Mike's finally able to live the life he's been afraid to live in America? One, I, well, I haven't been to every city in America. I've been to the worst city in America, and that's Orlando, Florida. <laughs> I would never, I would, I would rather, like if you offered me, you would have to offer me a job in the high six, the extremely high, six, six bordering seven figures with a guaranteed end date. So I could go there, I'd make a million dollars a year, I'd live there for exactly five years and I'd quit. That's that's what because it, it would be like a death that's sentence. A good, it would be a jail sentence. That's a good answer. I was I was thinking more that just these Mormon towns. I uh, yeah. I don't. Although I heard good things about Boise. Yeah. But overall, like uh, I mean, Salt Lake City. I like I just I I've been on record saying you know I think all the religions are bullshit. But like especially that one with I, all their I their totally, bullshit anti alcohol shit. Yeah. Like it's. I totally agree with you. The um, Salt Lake City, I've also been to. Salt Lake City, awful place. Terrible place. Just one of the worst. But I will say this. While the Mormons, crazy views, yes. But very nice people. Always. That's true. They are kind. They very are kind. friendly. Very cool. They're, you know, they're, they got their own thing that they're doing. That's cool. They got some magic underwear. Yeah, they want they want you to come along and join their team. I understand. Um, they're always nice people. Salt Lake City, awful town. Really one of the worst. Um, I could have changed quite a bit since I've been there, but nothing's as bad as Orlando, Florida. Okay. Yeah, there's just, you can't do anything that's not like Disney Park related. Awful. Or, ugh. No culture. There's nothing good about it. Right. Um, secondly, as to Mike Piazza, <laughs> oftentimes, Ed, Seen sipping wine at a baseball game? Your heroes will let you down. I'm just glad that one of mine, Mike Piazza, who is straight, happens to be married to a playmate, has yeah. never let me down. I Yeah, I didn't, I never really cared about the Mets. I mean, I didn't, didn't dislike them like the Yankees, but he was so, I, I loved him as a, I, I liked him even, I didn't care about the Dodgers. I liked him then. He was, he's just a great player. That, yeah. Didn't he have to wait a year or two he for the whole thing? Yeah, he had to wait a couple years. Fucking sports writers. He's the greatest kid, hitting catcher of all time. And the whole, oh, steroids. He, he was, he hit some home runs, but he didn't hit, he wasn't one of these 50 home run guys. He was steady 30 home runs every year. The guy was but even the, if even if he did, he excelled while yeah. everyone else was doing yeah. it. Yeah, steady Mike. The guy was hitting three thirty for almost his whole career, every single year, which is insane for a catcher. Bunch of doubles, tons of home runs, all to the opposite field because they would pitch him away, and he would never got a chance to pull anything. So he'd have to go oppo every time he hit a home run. The guy was fucking amazing, great player, legend, well deserving Hall of Famer. Still, still had to wait. Straight man. 
straight man that owns a soccer team. In the in the playoffs last year, he was sipping red wine at a. Hey, at a he's Italian. Place. It was probably Chianti. Uh, I mean, it was a little. I think I might have texted you when I saw him sipping that red wine. We're <laughs> <laughs> wearing just a plain turtleneck. I might add. Uh, yeah, he's, was, I mean, he's got. It wasn't. It wasn't going to quell any rumors. He's, I'd say he's he's an Italian with a mullet from Philly. <laughs> Like what's like what do you what what do you want from the guy? He's he's given yeah. as much as well, he can. Give. I would expect when you give me that profile, he's a guy wearing a grease stained Pats or Geno's t shirt and drinking right. fucking <laughs> shitty, you know, Miller genuine draft. I like that he's from Philly and he's and even people from Philly are still allowed to shit all over St. Louis. <laughs> well, Philly, I, I think I've said that's a good town to visit. Yeah, like I've never if been. you've got if you've got an out, then it's a perfectly good place to, you know, there's a good area by the water with, with you know, a lot of bars and stuff. Like, I'm sure there are good restaurants. Yeah. Like, it's just, you wouldn't want to be part of the culture there, no. but to visit, it's perfectly cool. Yeah, I get that. Uh, okay, what else is going on? Former Chicago Bear and Cincinnati Bengal running back Cedric Benson was recently pulled over by police for speeding. After he pulled over, he left his car and tried to walk into a nearby convenience store. The officers then tried to give him a field sobriety test, which seemingly went poorly as Benson claimed he could not say the alphabet from G through T because he played eight years in the NFL. Now, Brian. That's a Molly? large segment of the alphabet right there. That's a, most of the alphabet. No, he did. He was telling the truth. He did play in the league for eight years, but shouldn't he have used the better excuse that most of the letters between G and T are absolute bullshit? You know, you don't. We don't need any of those letters in the middle. I mean, fuck it. Q. Q. Q's bullshit. I I mean, any letter that can only exist with another letter is is pretty much bullshit. I mean, R and S are pretty like they just give you those on Wheel of Fortune. They're so common that they just. Throw but, them in, but that's why they're bullshit. They're just throwing letters. It's just always there. Yeah. <laughs> well, they kind of, I mean, they make the language work. That's why you need them all the time because they make the, all the words. Get it? But it's like getting excited over a flower in a kitchen. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just thing there. You know? <laughs> yeah, totally agree. You give, you give me a good F. Now there's a fucking letter. I see. I totally believe that. Cedric Benson doesn't know the letters between G and T, or at least in the order that they I, go. He went, to, he went to Texas. He played football for Texas. I know they're, they're tough on their football players. Exactly. That's my point is he's, he's right, but for the wrong reasons. It's not because he played in the NFL and I, it's because he went to Texas and I, <laughs> and Ed, you're an educated guy and you're familiar with the scientific method and we could figure this out easy. All we need to do is select a random sampling of former Texas Longhorns. We get like major Vince, Vince Young, ma- major Applewhite. Yeah, Vince. Oh, yeah, major Applewhite was caught fucking as uh, like a student. Oh, was he? He was a he was a uh, offensive coordinator, yeah. graduate assistant. He got caught fucking the fucking that's, one of the students. That's not like, illegal. You could do that. Like, you can professors can professors can bang students. I want all time, adults. I one time Have you seen Animal House. Yeah, yeah. I went to a. Uh, a bar in college, and I saw my GA. Like, so you would be in this 500-person lecture hall, and then, like, two days a week, and then on Fridays you would meet with, the, like, the graduate assistant that took, like, group, small groups. And I saw yeah. this dude, and he was responsible for my grade. Yeah. And he was, he was into magic. he was into 
a girl that was friends with the girl I was dating at the time. Yeah. And so I just, I, I, this was pre Michelle, but I pretty much just got her shit faced and then she fucked my graduate assistant and then the guy gave me an A. It was great. Oh, you got, you scored pussy for him. Well, the funny thing was I would, I had to like arrange the whole thing where they came back to my place and my roommate's like, why are you bringing this old dude back to our room? And I was like, trust me, I'm working on something. But like, yeah, I had brought like a 35 year old dude into, uh, into my room and, uh, yeah, he fucked. He fucked I, my girlfriend's friend. I so. brought him. I brought him here because I'm getting a D in statistics. Like I need, I need a little. Yeah, it was like it was like accounting too. It was a real bummer of a class. And yeah, dude hadn't been late in a while, and somehow it worked out for me. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. So bottom line, Cedric Benson. He's not. Uh, he's not a victim of CTE. He's he's a victim of the rigorous of coursework for football UT. players at UT. Yeah, yeah, UT. <laughs> uh, okay, Ed, what else is going on? Shaquille O'Neal, the unfunniest man on television, took yet another jab at Golden State Warrior JaVale McGee recently in one of his really unfunny shacked in a fool segments uh, that, during that TNT basketball show. McGee has gotten tired of the constant jabs, um, and he, he, you know, he's voices displeasure. So Shaq tried to make amends by saying, if McGee didn't mess up in a game for two weeks, Shaq wouldn't put McGee on there for the rest of the season. Then right away, Shaq made a McGee as Doctor Strange parody video. Oh, no. And then McGee took to Twitter to respond. Get my, and then he put an emoji of a peanut, get my nuts out of your mouth. Oh, yeah, sweet. And EAD, eat a dick, hashtag that is all. But it wasn't all. Then he put, all right, next tweet. All right, y'all, I'm done responding, dot, dot, dot. I think with that like weird thinking guy, three emojis. Then another tweet right after that. Last thing. Think about this, dot, dot, dot. He woke up, and I was the first thing on his mind when he made that video. That ain't weird to y'all. And then another tweet. Maybe he's in love with me. Maybe I should be flattered. I don't know, guys. Check that came back with, don't be acting like you a G. I'll smack the shit out of yo bum ass. You, you the one that be looking stupid with your dumb ass hashtag bum ass. Shaq's, Shaq's in the media. Yeah. <laughs> now, since you on a good team, you want to act like you a player, but stop it. You will only be remembered for Shaq in a fool. Hashtag bum ass. Oh, I, do, I do like that he, that he used his own name to modify Acton and made it Shaqton. Terrible. And then I McGee came back. McGee came back uh, with more nuts in your mouth comments. Uh, my only question is, Brian, does anyone find Shaq entertaining? No. Anyone? No. And you know what? This is. Um, I heard. You know me. I just wear very little sports. Crosses <laughs> my until the playoffs. The Kings are going to make the playoffs. If the Kings make the playoffs, I'll be watching some Kings games. But I, I and I definitely don't watch any studio shows. But I did see that Chris Bosh. Yes, Jar Jar Bosch, yeah. who is who apparently cannot play anymore because he has a he could die on the court. And right, no team wants to take that on. Take that, even though he's still good, they can't. He has a blood clot thing, and he could die. Um, and but he still wants to play, but it doesn't look like he can. They're supposedly they're bringing him onto that show. And the thing about Chris Bosch is he's smart and articulate, and Shaq isn't. I feel like this could be the beginning. Oh, of that the would end. be. That would be terrific, just because he's just... He sucks. 
you know, like the Magic Hour when that show was on, it lasted like a month, and everybody's like, "Oh, wait a second, he's I, terrible at yes, this." And then yes. they took him away. Shaq has been terrible at this, but he's been doing this for like I don't know. Eight years, whatever it is. It was one of those things where, like, when he retires, like, he's so outspoken, and like, when he retires, he's going to be great, and he's terrible. He's so he's the, over whatever the opposite of great is. <laughs> he's so he just does not belong. He's just not good enough to be on that. Uh, and give this one to Javale McGee. Although Javale McGee, remember he was supposed to be good. Whatever, what happened I, to him? I think he was just one of these all athleticism guys. Yeah. Like he's he's like six ten that you know could move, but then like. I remember he was on the Wizards for a while, and it was like just the untapped potential yeah. guy. Yeah, he was that guy. He was on Denver. I didn't even Den- know he was still in the league. Yeah, still well, I guess team. now he's now he's on a good team. So, like, that's the that's the best thing. That's uh, I remember uh, Hannibal Burris got it. This is a long winding way to tell the story, but he he got an Emmy for being on the Thirty Rock staff, and mm-hmm. he brought it up in a stand up, and he goes, "That was kind of like when." Uh, when Jawan Howard won an NBA title with the Heat, right, like right. it's good to just be the scrub on one of these super teams. You yeah. just you don't do anything. Oh, it's the best, Brian Scalabrini. Yeah. Uh, what's his R.I.P. Jack Haley? I was gonna say yeah. Uh, what's his name? Rodman's boy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, what's going on with the Maine Black Bears? <laughs> well, I think they've got about five wins this year. But uh, yeah. according to a university police report cited by the Portland Press-Herald, Maine basketball player Wes Myers punched his fellow teammate Marco Pirovich in the face after practice on Valentine's Day after Pirovich refused Myers' request to turn off the music he was listening to. Pirovich, who was taken to the hospital after the fight, received surgery for two bilateral fractures in his jaw. His jaw had to be wired shut as he recovers from the punch from Myers with a recovery timeline expected to take six to eight weeks. Oof. I'm obviously very disappointed. Coach Bob Walsh said Thursday in a prepared statement, it's not good. And obviously there's, and there's obviously negative effect short term, but I don't think it's reflective of who we are or who we are or the kids we have. Our guys will certainly learn from this. Now, Brian, considering the teammate who was playing the music's name is Marco Pirovich. Is it safe to assume that the music was techno and Wes Myers was completely justified? Yeah, totally. He was probably he probably had like a shiny rayon shirt unbuttoned and sunglasses, <laughs> Z Cavaricis, and he was like bopping around the the clubhouse. Don't don't these guys do headphones now? Haven't we worked this out? <laughs> or don't the true. veterans get to pick the music like in the major league baseball clubhouse? Like whoever's pitching that day, like if Kevin Brown's on the mound, you have to listen to like Toby Keith. Ugh. Or or if it's uh, I don't know. If it's a Dominican guy, then it's like Caribbean music. Like, <laughs> yeah, there has to be a rule for this already, so we don't so we don't get in fights anymore. Also, the Maine Black Bears, really one of the great mascot names. Don't you agree? It is. It's a shame that they don't like. It's just impossible for them to be a Division One football team. That seems like it would be a badass team, but you're not getting any recruits to they, Maine. They occasionally make the Frozen Four, though. Oh, and hockey. Yeah, yes. well, all bets are off. Like, isn't like Lake Superior State a powerhouse in hockey? Yeah, North North Dakota. Uh, right. Of course, the Boston Terriers. Another great, another great mascot name. Boston Terriers. Uh, Notre Dame, Penn State. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy 
I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my uh, okay. Ed, yeah. I've said many times, and it has. It's still undefeated, and you know, it might not be for everybody, but. My all-time favorite newspaper headline is from the Riverside Press Enterprise. <laughs> it's the very succinct wolf hybrids kill mini horse. Because <laughs> it's not like there's not a lot. There's you think there's not a lot going on there, but there's only five words, and the first two words are it's not wolves, it's wolf hybrids, and then the last two words it's not a horse, it's a mini horse, and just the only word in between those two things is kill. It's just, it's my favorite. It is, it is a pretty, it's, it's really a brilliant, succinct. Yes, yes I agree. Um, but this one here is pretty good. Radioactive boars are roaming Czech mountains after eating mushrooms contaminated by the Chernobyl disaster. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to digest there, but everything that there is to digest is awesome because there's, yeah, boars are pretty scary, but these boars are radioactive because they've gotten into the mushrooms in Czechoslovakia that are contaminated by Chernobyl. That's amazing. That's just one of the most amazing things. Yeah, Ed, this wild boar is, it's a, they eat a lot of this in Czechoslovakia, obviously. Um, they like it, but they're having a problem this winter. They're not able to eat it because these things are apparently it's a, a an unusually cold winter in the hinterlands okay. or wherever Czechoslovakia is. Speaking of that, it's an unusually cold winter in Southern California. Ed, yeah, it has not stopped raining here for two months. That's crazy, but I mean. Wasn't it that there was no rain for like two decades before yes. that? Yes, and I, I preferred that time. <laughs> this, this put, can't we just schedule the rain for at night? Why is it got to rain in the daylight hours? Just have it rain when it's dark outside and everybody's asleep. And then when you get up, the sun comes back out and you don't have to deal with the rain in the daytime. Well, haven't we figured this out yet? No? Um, well, a cold and snowy winter is forcing the boars to feed on something called false truffles, an underground mushroom common in the Sumava mountain region between the Czech Republic, Austria, and Germany. That sounds like where um, um, Vincent Vega would get his um, heroin from. <laughs> this is from the Sumava mountains. Uh, the, the mushrooms can absorb high levels of the radioactive isotope casium-137, and three decades ago, the nuclear catastrophe, still not cleaned up, by the way. Yeah. This Chern- that Chernobyl thing. They're building a dome. They're building a dome like near it. And they're going to roll, put the dome on rollers and roll it over and just like cap it. They're like, fuck it. It's impossible that- to clean up. It's radioactive. <laughs> that was <laughs> the plot of the Simpsons movie. Yes. They just dome Springfield. That's that was what it. They're doing. That's what they're doing in, in Chernobyl. But also that happened in 1986 and it's 2017. And they're just yeah, now I, I remember it. the jokes and I was in like fucking fourth grade or something when that happened yeah it's crazy um so anyways these boars they they ate the stuff and now the Slovakian <laughs> people are eating the boar so um ed would you rather eat radioactive slovak wild boar or anything off the menu at your local burger king 
Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm going to test it out because I have eaten boar. Oh, yeah. And it's delicious. Oh, yeah. Game. I mean, yeah. And, and I mean, I've seen enough movies. There's a there's an outside chance I'm going to get superpowers after eating this delicious boar. Yeah, totally. Right. I mean, that had to be a plot in one of the 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 uh, uh, what do you call it? Pierce Brosnan era Bond movies. Totally. Absolutely. <laughs> when the writers just went off the rails. Peter Parker got bitten by a radioactive spider. Didn't seem to bother him much. He actually got the girl. He went from nerd to getting the girl. Yeah, he got powers. He was yeah, able Kristen to jump from buildings. Big, big naturals. Yes. Oh, you know, um, speaking of that, mm-hmm. Kirsten Dunst posted up next to me on a Chase Lounge in Palm Springs. Really? Earlier this year. Yeah. During Struck up a little conversation. What? Uh, for, yeah. Just had, had a little bullshit sesh. Unfortunately, I was with my betrothed. Yeah. So I didn't, wasn't able to make a move. But she was putting out some energy. She was letting me know, hey, you're not bad looking. Like, I'm my, you know, she wasn't with her man. She was with some other chick. Um, but yeah, just big natural. My buddy told me the other sure. day that he thinks she was with... She's now with the guy from Fargo. Is that Yeah, possible? they're engaged. What? Jesse, Jesse Plemons. They're engaged to be married. I didn't ask her about it. I felt weird. Well, then I would have a chance because I've been told I look like Jesse Plemons. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he looks like a pasty fatter Ed Daly. Goofy, goofy Irishman. Yeah, yeah. He does. <laughs> Guess what? I can rock that pasty goofy Irishman look all day long. Yeah, you do you guys do have a similar look. Ed Iceland. The president of, I just saw some, I just saw a, um, might've been on Deadspin or something, a post. And this is something I've been saying for years about how everyone, you know, is visiting Iceland lately. Yeah. And yeah, it's true. I, I, I went you last went to Iceland. Year, I felt like I was like way late in the game. Like so many people had told me. I feel like I, I know five people that have been to Iceland in the last year. The, the one thing I will say about it that like. Why? Because the Deadspin was like, enough with your fucking posts about Iceland. Yes, the only yeah, thing yeah. is, it's it's just, it's different from other places you see. I guess that's why like people go crazy over it, because if you haven't been to Madrid, but you go to Rome, it's like, you get, you get different things, but it's similar. But like, Iceland's like, you just landed on the moon. Yeah, so, it's, an, it's an island. But yeah, it's an island without like trees. It's, yeah, just it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's a weird place. I'd like to go there, but I'm I'm sort of in the dead spin camp. Like enough already. Enough of everybody going to Iceland, okay? Until I, I go there. I uh, but the president of Iceland, Gudni Johansson. And I told you their naming, right? If no. you're if you're a man, your last name is something, you know, his his father's name is Johan. Oh. And the women, it's daughter, D-O-T-I-R. So it would be Johan daughter. Oh, that's really weird. So it's brothers and sisters have different last names. Oh, so weird. And you have different last names than your parents. It all gets fucked up. Very weird. Yeah, it's that is very fucked up. Weird. How do you know? Uh, well, this Goodney Johansson, Ed, mm-hmm. he's, um, he's apparently there's not much to complain about in Iceland <laughs> because the president has taken up the very controversial topic of pizza toppings. <laughs> And he um, he wants to ban pineapple as a pizza topping. 
Johansson slammed the sweet yellow fruit as a pizza world abomination while visiting a school in Akuri, North, North Iceland. Uh, while on the trip, students in a history class asked their leader questions about his personal tastes on everything from his favorite soccer team, Manchester United. It's uh, like saying the Yankees are your favorite baseball team. Right. To his most loathed grub. When one student asked him what he thought about pineapple on pizza, he launched into a tirade, explaining <laughs> he would pass a ban on the topic if he had the power. That's excellent. Ed, considering yeah. that, is it, does it come as any shock to you that the country that considers sour ram testicles a delicacy would be trying to outlaw a top five pizza topping like delicious pineapple? Five. Oh, so you're, good. You're out of your fucking oh, mind. I love pineapple on my pizza. Pineapple is an abomination oh, on so pizza. Good. Now, pineapple itself is delicious, but oh, guess what? Fruit. It's one of so, the best is, so is fucking ice cream, but you don't say, oh, I'm going to have an ice cream on top of my pizza. You don't. Straw man. Go on. Uh, awful. Yes. Awful. I, here's, here's a good pizza. Get a little um, bacon on there. Not, not Canadian bacon. Eh. Actual bacon chopped up. You get some. Uh, Pineapple, and then you get some jalapeno on that pizza, and then you got all the flavors. You got so many. You got layers. You have layers of flavor on that pizza. It's delicious. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's, it's a great pizza. That sounds like an abomination of a pizza. Oh but yeah. I will say, as much as I am not a fan of pineapple on pizza, it it would be tough to find a worse uh, food situation in, in a country than Iceland. <laughs> Like, yes. Yeah. I mean, in Reykjavik. So, yeah. let, so I'll listen to you in the pronunciation. Yeah. Go on. Is that Mr. A, I've, not, Mr. I've been to Iceland. I know how I can properly I pronounce the, ca- the capital. But, but yeah, in Reykjavik, let let's say that the the entire country has like three hundred thousand people, and two hundred and thirty of it are just in the in Reykjavik. So yeah. when you go outside the city, there is fucking nothing. I mean, you better hope whatever uh, Johansson caught with his fishing rod that right. day is on the table. Like, there's nothing there. It's it's really bad. And when you're with kids, like, we go to these places and it's like, all right, yeah, I guess. That's uh, hard. That's hard. We, good thing we brought a 40-pack of uh, of uh, granola bars. Yeah, that's eating. My kids don't eat shit, and they're definitely not eating well. Um, here's some here's some delicacies from I just happen to have here. Mm-hmm. Whale meat, mm. cod tongues. I feel like it would take a lot of cod tongues to make a plate. Blubber, fish balls, <laughs> puffin fish stomach. They get they get they're like puffin. The, I mean, I'm not a big bird fan in general. Puffin are like the nice looking. Yeah, Those are like the cool-looking yes, birds with the orange beaks. Yes, um, cod tongues. Um, hold on, um, salted fish, leaf bread, leaf bread. Oh my god! Um, hold on, blood pudding, sheep's head, dried fish. That's okay. Uh, sour ram testicles. We discussed something called black wet black death, which can be translated to burning wine. <laughs> Oh, that which sounds a, better than pineapple. Which is a type of schnapps made from fermented <laughs> potatoes. Uh, okay, let's, let's do one more. There's a chiropractor out there, Ed, that has 
a, a different take on how to, you know, these chiropractors are kind of like these holistic dudes where there's a lot of times it's like, what are you eating? You know, you need to, you need to stretch this. Like this is you like, cause they're air quotes. That's right. That's right. Big, big air quotes. Um, <clears throat> well this guy, you know, that's like, like, Oh yeah. Oh, you're having stomach problems. Well, that's actually because you need to, um, massage your sacrum or, you know, they're always coming up with some bullshit. Um, well, that's definitely, I actually, quick aside, I used to have a neighbor that was a um, chiropractor, and he may or may not listen to the show, so he texts me sometimes, and we would play golf, and I would bring another buddy of mine that was not a mutual friend, he was just my friend, and he was obsessed with, there's apparently one adjustment, where they, if they need to adjust your tailbone, they have to do it from the inside. Oh, so my. every every time we would go play golf, my one buddy would be like, "So he's like, do you do you, you do that right? You do that like he was very obsessed with that adjustment. Wanted to know if he could give it to him. Wanted to know if he needed it. It was there's a lot of that going on. But this chiropractor Ed is adding bizarre fuel to the chiropractic quackery fire via a widely shared post on Facebook. Chiro- Wichita, Kansas chiropractor Daniel Dops mm. and his menses adhesive. Oh, what? <laughs> I'll just read you what the guy said. Menses feminine lipstick is a natural patented compound of amino acids and oil in a lipstick applica- applicator that is applied to the labia minora. Mm. Causes them to cling together in a manner strong enough to retain menstrual fuel fluid in the vestibule above the labia minora with the <laughs> vaginal opening and urethra exit. The menses compound is instantly washed away with urine, which releases the <laughs> menstrual fluid along with the urine into the toilet. Every time a woman urinates, no pads or tampons are needed safe, secure and clean. And wow! Once and for all, can we finally stop allowing these backcrackers to refer to themselves as doctors? <laughs> oh my god! So he doesn't realize that there's two things going on there that he thinks that just yeah. it's an end. So yeah. what's going to happen is he's going to glue vaginas shut with his magic lipstick, yeah. and then their menstru- menstrual flow will turn them into. Uh, What's her name? Uh, uh, Vi- Violet Beauregard from uh, from Willy <laughs> yes, Wonka. Yes. She's just gonna. I mean, there's no. She'll, she'll turn into a blueberry. Yeah, Violet, you're turning Violet. Violet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this sounds like some um, like prairie uh, remedy here. Like, just get take the um, take the buffalo gut and rub it all over your <laughs> vagina, and that'll that'll close things up for until we get to. Uh, Oklahoma City. You know what it sounds like? Is like this guy is really a fifth grader whose older brother taught him everything he needs to know about sex yes. and women. And like he's like, Oh, I know what we'll do. Yeah. Take a take we a hot glue, glue gun. Hot glue gun. Listen, when when it just it's logic. It's logic. It's facts. When I get cut, I just put a band-aid on it and then let the thing heal up and then the blood goes away. So let's just do the same thing. Let's Let's just get a hot glue gun or maybe a lipstick glue, like a, like a, uh, yeah, like one of those Elmer's glue sticks. And then we're just going to glue the vagina shut. That sounds like a great plan. 
So good, yes. Ed. There we go. It is time. She's obviously... You can hear her coming. ...preparing in a way that only she knows how. Of course, we're talking about our very own pop culture correspondent, (laughs) the great Fancy Sauce, who joins us now. Kato, how are you doing? I'm good. That bong, um, the bong hit sound effect. Hey, man. Um, Uh, The bong rip sound effect makes me think of that Cypress Hill song that started with a bong hit. Sound hits from the bong. It's yeah. a great song. It's yeah. uh, remember that? Yeah. Uh, the Dusty Springfield song, the uh, oh, Son of yeah. a Preacher Man. Yeah. 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 yeah, hits from the bong. Yeah. Uh, Kate. I actually have a hits from the bong tattooed on me. Kate, I know, <laughs> I know you're a pretty steady weed smoker that's been announced by people who've well emailed the show. Yeah. Um, I, but I couldn't imagine. Mm, I've known so you fun. quite a while now. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't imagine you, you're. Such a priss. You're so fancy. <laughs> um, like you know, you know how to use your knife and fork. Like you, you sip wine. You always want to see the cocktail list. You like a like a curated like special cocktail every time. I couldn't imagine in a million years <clears throat> you ever operating a bong under any circumstance. Bong water is disgusting. Yes, yes, yes. And I don't like the thought of other people's mouths having touched it. Yes. And what about like that big rush of a whole bunch of smoke all at once? Would you like that? And to the O. Yes. (laughs) That just is not, I just couldn't imagine that ever being a thing that you would would ever partake in. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for joining us. So good to have you here. So good to be here. Before we get into the pop culture segment of the show we have a quick f mary kill from our friend ish can i do my patreon shout out oh. yes before we get started pa- patreon.com guys that's a place where you can go and contribute financially to the program if you like what you hear and you want to throw us a few dollars that's the place to do it patreon some people make like their whole living through patreon yeah, there's one, there's some people that like build studios and stuff based on Patreon it's contribution. Um, Patreon.com/slash/theballerlifestyle. If you would like to make a do- donation to the program, we would appreciate it, and that is the place you go to do it. So, a couple of people. Um, I don't know. I should probably should have read this out last week, but a couple of people commented after the um, clip you played of your crazy ex-girlfriend. So we did, and that, that's a, that's an additional thing. Dave Babonis commented, "Holy crap! You better review your home honeymoon honeymoon pics. She's probably hanging around in the background like the chick, the grudge." <laughs> oh, that's pretty. Yes, and then, that would um, be funny. Yes, Ivan Martin commented, "You must be a magical lover. Totally worth the wait for this." That's true. We posted some Patreon only um, content. A very disturbing voicemail message brian received from an ex-girlfriend that he his first girlfriend from when he was 15 who apparently he ruined her life yes he ran into her like 10 years after they dated and she 10 years later called his house and um screamed at him and his mom and basically told them all what this is my. It was on my parents' answering machine. Terrible people they were. If you it's if if you subscribe you to the show it. on Patreon, we do some bonus content there from time to time. We got to do something else. Maybe we'll do it and ask Fancy or an ask Ed. So basically, what I'm saying is, if I ever go missing, 
Yeah, we know. No, it's me that she wants to kill. Also, I feel like you glossed over that second comment from Patreon from um, Yvonne. What did he? What did he say again? Can you say you it more slowly? Must be a magical lover. Well, yeah, I, right. I, that was my first reaction. Yeah, can you say that one more time? <laughs> say, it one, say it one more time, please. And we have a couple of new Patreon subscribers. We oh. have Gary Newfeld. Thanks, Gary. Thank Gary, you, Gary. Yeah. Or as we say in Australia, Gaza. Gaza. Welcome to the family. What's up, Gaz? And Brent Booker. High five. Oh, Brent, Thank I, you, Brent. I don't Thanks, know you, Brent. Brent, but you're a hero. You're all heroes. We love you guys. Welcome right. to our Patreon family, which is every week grows a little bit. And, yes. And it warms the coffee. And of more, our more Patreon only content to come on the show. Um, so, yeah, so we have um, AFMK. Yeah. I don't like to say that for There is a, there is an, there is a, Ed's, my Ed's got a beef. Ed's got a beef with a listener that I, I want to hash out on the show. <laughs> no, we don't have a beef with anybody. Yes, he's been, he's been beefing with a listener, and I want him to. Are you fabricating a beef? No, and I want them to. I want them to hash it out on the is show. Maybe beef we'll do, that No, I have. I, I I've I've been employing the mute button. I yes. just you know I don't I don't. Well, it's, I'm sorry. I don't care. I I, I did block the somebody. I I made a like a political sort of comment, and then I somebody okay. like retweeted it, and then his his crazy angry you know. Like somebody started coming at me with Obamacare shit, oh, and I was like, "Yeah, Obamacare." Right, yeah. Do they I know that that's also like, the what the know, ACA is the same thing as Obamacare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't want to get like that was the thing. I debated just like when I was telling you when I I heard the guy telling me that Christopher Columbus was a good man in the park. Yeah. I debate with myself if I want to get into it, and then I realize it's much easier to just turn everybody off. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do it. Of course, this debate, this beef is not the beef I'm talking about. You know it, but. We'll we'll see. We'll we'll try to schedule that for an upcoming episode. Uh, yeah, F Mary Kill. This is Ballers. Here's the worst FMK I've ever offered the Baller Lifestyle podcast. It has to do with Donald Trump's lackeys. So that backs up my claim. I feel bad about submitting it, but here it is. F Mary Kill. I don't even want to do this. Stephen Miller, Sean Spicer, or Steve Bannon, Kate. Oof. Of that group, who would you fuck? Stephen Miller? Who has hair plugs and toxic masculinity? <laughs> Sean Spicer, who is portrayed by a woman. <laughs> S- Steve Bannon, who's no. Let's be honest. We know we know which answer he's getting. To quote the great Dave Hill, looks like he's riddled with blood clots. <laughs> that one's gotta go. You want to kill him? Yeah. But, it, but here's, the, that, here's the thing: if you let him climb on. He would probably die on top of you. So you could probably kill two of them. Give it the old, uh, uh, what do you call it? Rockefeller. The, Rockefeller ro- died on top of a woman. Oh, did he? I would be dead not, as not the, of not the, one, the, the, the mayor or the, the, like the, the son of the. Of oh, right. John Trump. D. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so who would it be, Kate? I don't know. This is so gross. Yeah, I um, I don't know. They're all disgusting. Give Spicer a toss. Like, that guy hasn't been laid in forever, and he's got a hard job. I would. I would. I marry guess that. I would. You'd, mar- I mean, you'd marry Spicer. I guess I'd just, marry Spicer. Just because there's a chance he's just playing a role. Yeah, he's. I think he's in it for. That he wants one, to write a book. That's Stephen Miller. He. Right. Yeah. Is definitely a serial killer. Oh yeah, but I'm saying yeah, you can't marry the the other two. 
No. No. No, that's for sure. It really doesn't matter out of the other two who you have sex. So you, they're both equally you, disgusting. Repugnant. So yeah, you, yeah, Bannon for different reasons. Yeah. So yeah. you marry Spicer, you fuck Bannon. Spicy. You marry Spicer, <laughs> yeah. you fuck Bannon, and you kill Stephen Miller. Yeah, marry Spicy. Hey, that's good. Okay, Kate. Spicer looks like he might be able to to work a barbecue grill, like like that could be his thing. Yeah, but he'd get real mad. Like he would come in, he would burn the chicken, and he would come in and he'd be like, like so at everybody. pissed," and he'd be like, "This fucking barbecue never works." Fuck. I would mess with passive aggressively mess with him. Like yeah. I would make sure that yes. the freezer was stocked with du- Dippin' Dots all the time. Yeah, he would go crazy. That's he right. He had the Dippin' Dots. Yeah, he's anti Dippin' Dots. Uh, okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? I don't know, dude. If you guys watched, um, if any of our listeners watched the Oscars, oh, of course Ed did. Ed Daly. I was at Run the Jewels. I did not see it, uh, but I saw. Is- I mean, it. Like, well, like I, I think, told you, anything oh, that happens, you can just see a clip like two seconds later. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So there was something unprecedented happened during last night's w- telecast. Without precedent. Um, Jimmy Kimmel was doing a pretty good job. The Oscars, like, what do you want from the Oscars? Yeah, it's a boring it's a show. It's a hard show, yeah. I like Jimmy Kimmel. I find him amusing. It's I ho- like his brand of, um, like, kind of like lo-fi snarky snarky mm-hmm. sarcasm he's not he's never trying too hard for my liking yeah. so he's not and he's not like he's not hard to watch and no. everyone's like oh this is so boring i'm like what do you want from the it is boring show it's, it's like here's what it is it's a bunch of nominees categories you read it out someone wins it gets yeah. up does a boring speech like that's what it is have we done this before f mary kill jimmy kimmel i would Jimmy Fallon. Mm. I don't think we have. Is there another Jimmy? Jimmy. James, James, what a Corden. Jimmy, oh, no. James Franco. Jimmy J.J. Walker. I don't know who that is. Yeah. I know, Mike. Everyone's killing that Jimmy Fallon. uh, Yeah. Well, he's awful. Um, Yeah, so what happened on the show last night, Kato? Okay, so Jimmy Fallon, sorry, Jimmy Kimmel was doing a pretty good job. Yeah. As a host. The final category, as you all know, probably, is Best Picture. It's the biggest award of the night. Yep. Last night it was presented by an elderly Warren Beatty and Faye oh Dunamay. Goodness, yeah. he looks like, you He's know, remember, how, to mark remember the, how he looked like forever youthful? Yeah. Something, something came off the rails. He's, well, he's, he's got to be 80 years old or present, close to they it. They were presenting together to mark the 50th anniversary <laughs> of the release of Bonnie and Clyde right. 50 years yep. ago. Yep. Um, and La La Land, who had already taken home like a bunch of awards, was announced as the winner. So the cast and crew took the stage. It was all, you know, oh, my God, they yes. swept the Oscars. So you're kind of glossing over. You're kind of glossing over. Warren Beatty opened the envelope, and he paused. Okay. And then he, he like, looked in the envelope like... Is there a second card in here? We weren't sure what was going on. It, well, like, and you thought he, well, he's seen us. You couldn't tell what Faye yeah. Dunaway was thinking because she had no ability to show <laughs> any can't, expressions. She, she can't. Yeah, she has no expressions. And I thought, well, this Warren Beatty, is this syphilis-related dementia? Because <laughs> this guy has stuck his dick in yeah, so many starlets over the years. All right. That he could have contracted something that's gone to his brain. And right. yeah, he's old, but maybe it's some kind of herpes situation. Because back in the day, if you did a movie with Warren Beatty, you fucked him. Because he was so good looking. Of that's course. True. Shampoo. Yeah. So 
Okay, so he got it. He took out the award. He looked at it for an extended period of the time. He wasn't really sure. He was laughing. It was all really weird. It and was. then he, Faye said something like, You're terrible. Um, because he was drawing it out. And so apparently he let her read it. But I read that she had demanded that she got, got to read it yes. during the rehearsal. Yeah. So this so he's was like, always planned out. So he's like, here so you he go. So he just let her sink her own ship, yeah. basically. And there was a lot of talk about whether he should have stopped it, called a producer, said, you know what? Hang on a minute, Jimmy. He's he, old he as fuck. I know. So there was a he, lot of there's a lot. This of, was an old guy who didn't quite get it. But anyway. And this is live away, TV. I got a lot of feedback. In my ears. Okay. There's a so Faye get, sees La La Land, calls out La La Land. The cast and crew take the stage. Agents were thanks. There's some wives were thanks. And yeah. in the background, there's like some people buzzing around with headsets. Yeah, on. there's guys with headsets, and I'm like, and what Brian the fuck was is like, going What's on? What's going on? I wasn't really paying attention. I re- mm-hmm. rewound it. Afterwards I saw it was and happening. Watched the whole thing again because it was so crazy. This guy, one of the producers, was in the middle of his thank you speech. Yeah. But there were like a couple's thank you. Actually, it was the third. It was the third it speech. The third guy, yeah. the third producer, was doing his thank yous, and the first guy says, "We didn't win." And everyone's yeah. like, "What? What?" And there was all this commotion on the stage, and he's like, "No, Moonlight won." Yeah. And it was crazy. Yeah, he's like, "You guys, seriously, this isn't a joke. You won." I, I and everything worked out okay. But my thing is, what if it had been the opposite? Way wow. that the that the bl- the all black oh. cast oh they said been, yeah you gotta go have been had been called up and the and the all black production team is making their speeches and they're like oh no, no sorry sorry black guys our mistake what? you actually need to take those <laughs> those statues in your hand and hand it to the movie about white people saving jazz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would that be awful. That would have been awful, but also. So I guess there's a strict protocol designed to present stuff like this happening. Yeah, so pro- only two partners. It's so um, Price Waterhouse Coopers. Coopers mm-hmm. is a firm that has been doing the Oscar count for however many years. A lot, like eighty years. Yeah. So only two partners in the firm know the winners beforehand, and each one of them carries a brief briefcase with duplicate sets of the twenty-four winners, and so they stand on either side of the stage. Able to hand winning slips to presenters depending on which side they approach from. So, Best Actress winner Emma Stone from La La Land. She said I, later, she's like, I'm still holding my slip. So, yeah, apparently, there the, were two. Apparently, the guy that was supposed to be doing it, who's thirsty, is Brian. Yeah. <laughs> and accountant of Price Waterhouse, who's like a 30 year veteran of the yeah. firm. Apparently, he was so busy tweeting. Yeah. Including a picture of Emma backstage. Yeah, it's a big night for him. Something happened. <laughs> he did thirsty. not discard yeah. his duplicate envelope, I mean, which this, somehow made it onto the stage. This guy's this guy's an accountant. <laughs> like he doesn't get to have much fun. This Brian guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was shocking. It was pretty. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen yes, at the Oscars. Yes. So, um, so basically, everyone is up on the when when a best when a film wins best picture. Everyone from that picture gets up on stage. Yeah. So it was crowded. It was crowded. There's two so, <laughs> films worth of people. So up they there. all had to kind of slowly like leave the stage as like the other movie in its cast and yeah. produce. It was an awkward to, moment. Um, but you know what? I'm glad Moonlight won. It was deserved. That was an, an important film. Moonlight and- is a fucking really good. I've not movie. seen La La Land, I, and at some point I will, I but it's not. It. I will not be seeing it. 
You, we'll watch it. I mean, I've seen clips. We'll watch it. I've seen clips. We'll watch it. I mean, it's it's enough already. You better have a lot to look at your phone when that movie goes on. Yeah, I've had enough already. Uh, so what else, Kate? Um, Casey Affleck won Best Actor for Manchester by the I, Sea, and Kenny um, Lonergan. Is that his name? Yeah. Kenneth. Yeah. Ken, well, yeah. He goes by Kenny, apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's you what know, it's like. You, you know? Call, it's like you call Robert won, De Niro yeah, Bobby. Yeah, best screenplay. If you know him. If you know Robert De Niro, you call him Bobby. I saw a lot of people tweeting, um, because this Casey Affleck, also, magnificent performance in that movie. Like, if you haven't, it's, I know that movie's a bummer, if you, and it's hard yeah. to get up to see something. If you don't like sad That's dramas, sad. It's it, very sad. But- uh, but it's a fucking really, really good performance. And this Casey Affleck, he's had some trouble with, he's been accused of some things by yeah, some women. He's had some and so I saw people charges. going nuts on Twitter about right. it last night. Mm-hmm. And so, and I had read the article and it was like not, it was definitely a not flattering um, portrayal of but it him. Was, it was, I, I, I read it too. It was one sided though. It's, it's one sided. It's an accusation. And, but a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, give it to the rapist and the woman abuser. And even the accusi- accusations, the things he's accused of, are not rape and are not – are uh, could, I would put in the uh, – they're not good, but I would put them in the sexual harassment category or the sort of um, being an asshole boss category – much more than I would put them in the abuse of women category. And uh, again, something he shouldn't it's be proud not, of. Right. It's not good, but it also we don't know because like you can't know. But, but, but I, I would say the same sort of goes for Woody Allen. Woody Allen can be accused of being a, a definite weirdo, yeah. but there's still a lot of just hearsay about him. Like there, it's not that there was ever a specific st- thing that he was convicted of or anything but the th- but but even then the thing he's accused of is much 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 worse much, much, than much what worse. casey affleck's accused of and so uh, hey. he also did marry his um his like a sort of stepdaughter but never lives in- i'm just saying yeah. they're, they're like they're, yeah. when you start getting into accusations yeah. it's, yes it's, it's hard it's hard. Yeah. Bill yeah. Cosby, when, you know, 700 women have the same exact story. It's stronger. Like, that's a little bit stronger. But, yeah. like, it's just that Casey Affleck thing. Because I read it because, you know, the headline was like, you know, the Daily Beast was like, yeah, yeah Casey Affleck, like, rapist, might win the Oscar. And I was like, whoa, I didn't know yes. this. And then you read it and it's like, it's it's one person's take on it. He's and- He's accused of crawling into bed with a subordinate and trying and... Asking yeah. her if she wanted to have sex, right? It's which, yeah, it's not good, but which is something knows? that a lot of men could probably be accused of doing in their twenties. Uh, yeah. And it's not that isn't that isn't rape. I didn't realize I had sexual yes assault claims. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. I just don't. I've I, you know d- definitely I you know those women have a different story, obviously, and have you know they probably and we're not feel, negating their story. No, not at all. But it's I when people, were pe- when people on Twitter were calling him a rapist and a sexual abuser, I, yeah. I just felt that was a little too. With hard. the outrage police, everybody yeah. everybody and knows also, all the facts already. Also, you're like, not a rapist yep. unless you've raped somebody. That's right. Wow. Apparently. Boom. Yeah. Boom. They should be more boom. outraged that Mel Gibson has been forgiven. Totally agree. Anti-Semite. That guy is on on like 
That is multiple shocking. recordings of being a horrible human being. That's yes. shocking. Yeah. And it's also shocking that he shows up with like his no, 30-ish girlfriend. I think she's 29. Oh, God. He's, uh, in, he's in his 60s. Um, what else, Kate? What else well, is going on? I've just got one more story, and that yeah. is um, I don't really get that bummed when people die unless there are people that I really like. Like when Philip Seymour Hoffmore died. Hoffman. Huge bomb. Hoffmore. Yes. Hoffman. Yes. <laughs> you must huge loss. Close. Huge loss. What did I say? Hoffmore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bill Patton yeah, he was, died. Yes. Suddenly, um, due to complications from some heart surgery that he had on the weekend. Awful. Died Ugh. on the operating table. Awful. So it was heart surgery. I just heard yeah. complications from um, surgery. But. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it was heart surgery. Heart surgery. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, a real bummer. You know, a, a you know what really bummer. sucked is you see on like social media, you see like the first line of obituaries and stuff. Way too often, it listed Titanic as like yes. one or two. Yes. Titanic? Yes. Yeah, because that, that movie made a lot of money. No, that movie sucked, but it made a lot of movie. It made a lot of money, but he was he was just like the. Um, he was the exposition part of the movie. Like he wasn't actually part of the no. actual movie. It was not a weird the beginning and the end. Yeah. Not yeah. Like, like not like Twister. Yeah. Oh, but but my um, God. I mean, he was an alien. Yeah. He he was one of the guys that was rarely the star of the movie, but he would become the star of the movie. He was the Chet star and of the new science. Training yes. Day TV show. So yeah, I'll watch that pilot. He was, I think they're gonna they've killed his character. He was just oh really. Is that what they're? I they've already decided to do that. I think that's the plan. Yeah. The um, he was just like two weeks ago on WTF with Mark Marin, gave an interview, talked about being from Texas. It's and always weird when you just listen to a interview or a podcast right. with someone. Yeah, and then it's just a couple weeks dead. ago. So it's really weird. And it was just a cool because he's not one of these guys that you see interviewed a lot, but you see him all the time because he's in fucking everything and he's great in everything. And but like I said, he's not always the star of the thing he was he was a character right. actor for most of his career and a great one and he was like think about a movie like true lies he was probably like sixth on the call sheet he yes. was by far the best part of that movie totally, totally which was agree. a huge hit that year yes yes huge sleeper hit um a real real bummer and i read that he's like one of only two actors to be killed by a terminator <laughs> a predator Pre- and an alien you know, alien from aliens. Right. Yeah. Not just any random, not like an Independence Day alien to be a weak alien <laughs> to get killed by. And or he Alf. was one, in Terminator, he was one of the guys taunting him when he first came to Earth, right? Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, um, he was a, awesome. Apollo 13, Twister, I mean. Saying Lords of Discipline, he's been, yeah. he's been in everything. Simple. Simple Plan, the Spy Kids movies. I mean, oh, just yeah. because you're talking about Spy Kids, I got to yeah. tell you, I on Netflix, my my son wanted to watch Air Bud, and I'd never seen it before. Oh, oh sounds terrible. So we are, cute, though. We he are, wants to watch Air Bud. We are forty five, I mean, seven. So whatever he likes. Yeah. Seven. We are so cute. We are forty five minutes into this goddamn movie, and there hasn't been a basketball because I just want to know. Is that dog traveling? How do you, how is this happening? It so can't I, dribble, right? That's right. That's what I want to know because yeah. I would like to call bullshit and say, you know, you have to understand this dog's not dribbling. This is a violation. But forty five minutes in, 
no goddamn basketball. It's the worst movie ever. Unbelievable. Shocking. Yeah. Terrible. Shocking. What a good way to recap Bill Paxton's and life. And they got they got like four or five Air Buds out of that Air Bud. Oh yeah. Just, then, just then, then I see like he he plays football. He yeah. plays every sport. Yeah. Air Bud fly fishing. <laughs> Gymnastics. <laughs> uh well r.i.p bill paxton that is that is one of those ones a, a lot like what you're talking about kate just a huge tragedy uh, um yeah you, you know it just hits you in a place where you're like whoa i was not ready for that yeah terrible i forgot terrible to add loss. that um our president who's a huge loser oh we don't get political yeah. here. Um, <laughs> this is not a political show <laughs> He blamed the Oscar snafu on Jimmy Kimmel getting political and taking like some very yes. like low pro digs at him. Yeah. He doesn't. He's a he's a reality show it's producer. He should know. He how is these things work. It's pretty funny. He is indefensible in he every way. He can't mm-hmm. not make everything about him. It's great. Um, he, this Bill Paxton was also in Nightcrawler, which was my favorite movie. Nightcrawler, great movie. Yeah. What was That's he a, in that movie? He was the he was the Baller um, lifestyle reco. He was the uh, competing um, filmer. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's the guy that Jake Gyllenhaal sees doing it and is like, oh, I right. can do that. And then yeah, right, Jake right, right. Gyllenhaal like kills him. Uh, okay, that's it. Excellent job. Thanks for that, Kate. R.I.P. Bill Paxton. Yeah, R.I.P. Tombstone. Congratulations, Moonlight. Well yes, deserved. Really good movie. R.I.P. Philip Seymour uh, Hoffmore. Hoff- yeah, Hoff- Hoffmore. Hoffmore. Another tragic loss. <laughs> really good actor. Gone too soon. Gone too Brian, soon. Brian, do I sometimes mispronounce things? Well, or get my you're words tangled. From another country, and you, you have all different words for things <laughs> where you're from. So I can <laughs> see where it gets confusing. And pronunciations. Like you say, precedent. Right. Instead of precedent. Yeah, unprecedented. Yeah, so it happens. You know what I like? What, yeah, in, what? Not not English speaking countries, but when you're here, like Spanish or Italian, and then they throw an English word in there, and you're like, "Hey, I caught yes. that." Yes, I yeah, that. no, I, I like love that. it. Yeah, because there's no a lot of times there's no translation, so they're right. like, "Just it's fuck just it, so just funny." Say the you're like, word. "Hey, yeah. you you jammed one of those English words in the middle." <laughs> uh, okay, excellent job, everybody. Yeah. All right, great job, us. For Kate McManus, for Ed Daly, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode 158 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Catch me outside.